Father, we thank you, Jesus, mighty name. Our time has come. Our time has come. Our time is here. Thank you, Lord. This is our season. We arise and we shine. Our light has come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon us. In the name of Jesus. We celebrate joy and rejoice.
to shout, I've got it. You want to shout or type, I've got it in Jesus' name. Amen. You are welcome. God bless you all. Yes, you've got it in Jesus' name.
Okay, hallelujah, hallelujah. Beloved, welcome to the presence of the Lord this evening. God bless you, Apostle. God bless you. So even as we are here, I want you to just fix your heart and your mind on Jesus. That even as we have come before his presence one more tonight, you will not leave it the same. And then you will have an encounter with him that will change your life for good. That will change your life for good. So even at this moment, the Bible says that in everything we should give thanks to the Lord. For this is the will of God for us in Christ Jesus. So at this moment, I want you to begin to open your mouth and thank the Lord and bless the name of the Lord. One of the things our apostle always say is that even if we have no reason to thank God, we have two major things to thank God on. Number one, that is the gift of salvation and the gift of life. For the fact that you are alive, for the fact that you can live, for the fact that you can move, for the fact that you can breathe, for the fact that you can speak, you can move freely, no issues, no sicknesses, no problems. It is a reason to thank God. You are full of life, you are full of strength, you are full of vitality. Bless the Lord, give Him glory, give Him praise, give Him honor tonight for the fact that He even predestined you to be formed and to be found in Christ Jesus. It is a reason enough to thank Him. Heavenly Father, we thank You tonight and we give You glory. We give You praise and we give You honor and we adore Your name. We say You deserve all glory, You deserve all praise tonight. Words are not enough, O God, to describe how grateful we are. It has been You and it will always be You, Heavenly Father. Father, we give you glory, we give you praise, we give you honor, we thank you and we bless thee. Be blessed, O God, be glorified, be magnified. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for the gift of life. Thank you for your grace, thank you for your mercy, thank you for your protection, your guidance, O God. The Bible makes us understand that the grace of the Lord, the, the tender mercies of the Lord are new in our lives each and every day. You grant us for each and every day fresh supply of grace, fresh light of mercy we are grateful tonight and we give you glory we give you honor and we say thank you oh god we bring our hands of gratitude and we say we are thank you jesus we are grateful Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. For it is by your mercies that's why we are not consumed. It is by your mercy that is why we are not consumed. If it hadn't been for the Lord, let Israel say, Oh God, we give you glory. We bless your name this evening. We say you deserve it all, all glory, all honor, all praise. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We are grateful tonight. We bless your name and we give you glory. We bless your name and we give you glory. For you deserve it, Lord. You deserve it, Lord. You deserve it, Lord. Oh, we bless your name. We give you glory. We thank you, dear Lord Jesus. We bless your name. We thank you. We thank you. Thank you. We bless your name. Words are not enough for God to describe how grateful we are and how honored we are to have you on our side. We thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Lord Jesus. We bless your name and we give you glory. We bless your name and we give you glory. We bless your name and we give you glory. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I want us to still take another minute and still thank the Lord 
and still bless him and still give him glory because he has done so much for us he has done so 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 much the bible says that his loving kindness and his tender mercies endure it forever if it hadn't been the lord on our side we will confess that our ways have not been pure all the time we 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 have not been right always it's not by our wisdom it's not by our knowledge it's not by understanding it's not by how careful we were it's not by our intellect but it is all god it has been his grace and his mercy so beloved i want you to from the depths of your heart tonight uh, pour out praise pour out gratitude let god know how grateful you are let god know how honored you are tonight bless him bless him bless him oh we give you glory oh we give you honor oh we bless your name and we adore you lord jesus we give you glory we thank you heavenly father it is not by our wisdom it's not by our intellect it's not by any ability of ours but it is your grace it is your grace it is your grace Oh, you deserve it all tonight. You deserve it all. We bless your name and we give you glory. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. With hearts of gratitude. With hearts of gratitude. We thank you, oh God. We give you glory. We give you praise. We give you honor. You have kept us. You have sustained us. You have held us by your righteous right hand. Thank you, dear Lord. Thank you, dear Lord. We bless your name. We give you glory. We bless your name. We give you glory. In Jesus' mighty name, in the name of Jesus, we are praying next for cleansing that even as we have come before the presence of the Lord, that the Lord will cleanse us and purge us and wash us. The Bible makes us understand, according to the book of 1 John, that if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive. And the Bible again says in the book of Psalm 51, David said that, Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be as white as snow. We are telling God that even as we have come before His presence tonight, may He wash us, cleanse us by the blood of the Lamb, and make us clean every step every unholy association that might have brought defilement to our garments may the blood of jesus that cleanses cleanses and washes and make us whole even tonight in the name of jesus beloved open your mouth and pray heavenly father in the name of jesus we pray for cleansing we pray for washing. We pray that you cleanse us. Wash us, oh God. Any way we may have missed the mark, anything that we may have done, anything that we might have touched that have rendered our garments unclean. God, we come before your presence and we pray that you wash us. We pray that you cleanse us through and through by the blood of the Lamb. Wash away every stain. Wash away every dent, every wrinkle. In the name of Jesus, if there be anything we may have come across, anything we have said or thought that has rendered us impure and unholy tonight cleanse us lord jesus wash us dear god cleanse us lord jesus wash us dear lord tonight in the name of jesus we thank you for cleansing we thank you for washing we thank you for making us clean we thank you for making us whole we thank you for purging us through and through by the blood of the lamb in jesus mighty name in the name of Jesus so for the next few minutes we are going to pray in the language of the spirit for the Bible makes us understand that he does speak it in an unknown tongue build it 
up himself so even as we are praying in the language of the spirit this is our focus that the holy spirit will build us up tonight even as we have come before his presence may we receive new strength may we encounter may he build us up may he build us up tonight in the name of jesus beloved open your mouth and utter mysteries unto the lord Oh God, my brother, skiffy the attire. Even as we have come before your presence, let take a son to the Mapaya. May we not leave yet the same. May we not leave yet the same. Let take a son to the Mapaya. We want an encounter, fresh fire. Let take a son to the Mapaya. Braka Shafadia to May we get to know you like never before. May we have an encounter with your presence, with your power, with your glory like never before in the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, we do not see tonight's meeting as an ordinary meeting. Beloved, utter mysteries unto God. Pray in the language of the Spirit. Let take a son the papaya. Brakashki feta da dosha. Makipa branda da bakosha da babranda. Let in the name of Jesus, Kosha. We are praying our final prayer. And this is our prayer. We are praying, telling God that any word that you have for me, Heavenly Father, I pray that you cause me to receive it tonight. When you read the scriptures, anytime when Jesus was walking on the face of the earth, before he performed the miracle or he worked wonders in somebody's life, normally he released a word. It can come in a, it, it can come in a form of instruction, it can come in a form of a command. But always a word proceed if somebody needed healing he would tell him rise up and walk and in response to the word of god in response to the word that has been released that person would get his healing so we are telling god that even as we have come before his presence tonight any word that we need for our next level any word that we need to catapult us from the level that we are we receive it tonight in the name of jesus beloved open your mouth unto the lord Heavenly Father, we pray in the name of Jesus. Your word says that you send forth your word and heal their disease. Heavenly Father, we pray that even as we have come before your presence, the word that I need, Heavenly Father, the word I need, your word, the word that will transform my life for good, a word that will change level, that will change my level tonight. In the name of Jesus, God, I don't want to need the same, but I want to hear 
you throughout this ministration, even as the ministration goes on. The word, O God, the word, O Lord, the word, O God, send on the Mapaya in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. So, beloved, God bless you for even staying. God bless you for joining. And this is what we know that even as we have come before the presence of the Lord, our lives will never be the same. I have decided that I will not leave this meeting the same. So, I don't know about you. So, purpose in your heart that even as you have come, you have come to encounter God and you will not live the same. You will not live the same. So, this evening we are honored. I am privileged to introduce the speaker for tonight, the minister for tonight's session. And then we are honored to have him in our midst. He is present with us. And that's our apostle would always say. He is a brother, an apostle, a great teacher of the word. When it comes to the teaching of the word of God, don't go there. He teaches the word. He dissects it and breaks it down for us. And he's a faithful servant of the Lord as well. So, without wasting my time, I would like to introduce or hand over to the minister for tonight. That is minister blessed. So that whatever the Lord has laid on his heart for us tonight, he will minister unto us. God bless you. So, minister blessed, please, you can kindly take over a great teacher indeed amen amen hallelujah i hope i hope everyone can hear me loud and clear i hope everyone can hear me loud and clear okay begin to speak in the language of the spirit Thank you, Jesus. 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 Thank you, Jesus.
Hallelujah. So, without wasting much time, I would like to first thank God for the opportunity to minister His word. To all glory and honor to be unto him forever. And I would like to also thank the leadership of the house, led by Apostle Samuel. Apostle, God bless you. I love you so much. God bless you for the opportunity. God bless you for everything. And Jesus, my Father, I thank you for a night like this. Father, we are here because of you. We are here because of you. It is my prayer that you bring to us a doer in the breath of your word, not just a hearer only, in the name of the Lord Jesus, that we will take advantage of the truth that is in our spirits. In the name of the Lord Jesus, have I prayed with thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. Okay. So um I'm speaking on the topic your light has come. Your light has come. Your light has come. Um, and come with me to the book of um, Proverbs chapter 20 verse 27. The book of um, Proverbs chapter 20 verse 27. And the word of God says that the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly. Hallelujah. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly. So in the mind of God, the spirit of man is a candle. In the mind of God, you are a Hallelujah. And it is by reason of this candle that God is able to search a matter that pertains to man. By that is the spirit in a man or the spirit of man. Hallelujah. Now, um, um come with me to the book of First Corinthians 2:11. First Corinthians 2.11. Today I'll just give a short exhortation that we'll, and we'll resume into prayer. Hallelujah. First Corinthians 2.11. Apostle Paul says that for what knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of man which is in him. Even so, the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. For what knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of man which is in him. Even so, the things of God knoweth no man but the Spirit of God. Now, Apostle Paul is saying that for you to know the things that pertains to a man, for you to know the things that concerns a man, you cannot do it without the Spirit of man. Hallelujah. You cannot do it without the Spirit of man. And this Spirit of man is the same as the human spirit or the inner man. 
Actually, the spirit of man is the actual man, actual man or the embryo man. Hallelujah. This is the actual man. And so, if you want to know the things that pertains to man, in that man, hallelujah. And so, man is a spirit. Man is a spirit. When we talk in Genesis chapter 1, it says, and the Bible says, let us make man in our own image and after our likeness. Let us make man in our own image and after our likeness. So the chief intent of God for man was to, was to make man. But for God to make man, he had to first create man. And so when you read the book of, so and when you read the verse, and which is next, in the verse 27, you would understand that. And the Bible said that so God created man. Hallelujah. He says, so God created man. So you can't just begin a sentence with so. Hallelujah. You can't begin a sentence with. That's actually giving a reason as to why God is making man. Hallelujah. Actually, you see, in the verse 26, when God said that, and let us make man in our image, and the Hebrew word for made or make here is to dress man or to fashion man or to introduce man in a body form for man to be able to function on the earth plane. Okay, so that was the intent of God for man to put man in the body so that man can function on the earth plane. So in the, in the, in the uh, next verse, he says that, so God created man in his image and after his likeness. So in the verse 27, we are made to understand the reason why God created means to bring something into existence. And that existence is not a physical existence, but a spiritual one. Is associated with a spiritual activity. Creation is always associated with spiritual activity. And that is why when a believer worship of Jesus Christ, or if a man believes and confesses the Lordship of Jesus Christ, nothing actually happens to his physical body. Nothing happens to his physical body. But then something has taken place in his spirit. Because creation is always associated with a spiritual activity. And Paul said that if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation.
not sideline the spirit of man. If you want to know the identity of a man, you cannot sideline the spirit of man. If you want to know if a man is good or this man has a good heart, you cannot sideline the spirit of that man. It is the spirit in that man that will let you know who that man is. Hallelujah. Now, um, and this is because the spirit of man is actually a candle. And it is by means of this candle that God is able to search a matter. That a matter is being known or um, searched. And so, most at times, or always, and prophets, when they, when they want to know the things that pertains to man, they actually look into your spirit. Because your spirit gives everything, every info, or every information about you, you yourself. You cannot... So a prophet cannot do away with your spirit to know what entails in your life. No, it can never happen. So in that same vein, you can you can also not know the things of God by reason of the spirit of God. So and just as you cannot exempt or sideline the spirit of God when you want to know the things of God, you cannot also sideline the spirit of man to know the things of a man very very important and that is why and paul said in the book of second corinthians 5 16 that wherefore henceforth know we no man after the flesh know we no man after the flesh so as a believer don't know man after the flesh don't try to know man after the flesh no man after the spirit the people who are in your life, pray to God and ask God for um, who they really are in your life, where they stand in your life. Have a revelation about the people in your life. Don't just relate with people in the flesh because man is beyond flesh. Man is a spirit. And this spirit that is in a man is what gives information about, about him very very important so we don't know man after the flesh we know man after the spirit now i'm back to um, proverbs chapter 20 verse 27 where the bible says that the spirit of man is the candle of the lord searching all the inward parts of the belly from this we know that man has a candle and this candle is a spirit and this candle is supposed to um, search a matter hallelujah this candle is meant for searching hallelujah and we know that if you want to search for a matter or if you want to search for something you cannot just use a candle if you want to search for something probably um and something is missing in your room and and that room is full of darkness and and, and you want to and search for it you cannot just employ a candle to look for it no it will be very difficult to find it the candle must be lighted so that the search so that it will be easy for you to search for it okay you must have light on that candle the candle must have light so that you'll be able to look for it so david made a profound statement in psalm 18 verse 28 Psalm 18, verse 28. He says, 
the Lord my God will enlighten my darkness. David, David understood that he, he was a candle. He had a spirit which was a candle before the Lord. And without this light, he cannot know the things that pertain to himself. You see, the reason why many believers, we are walking in darkness and we are walking in ignorance is because we have, we have no light. We have no light in that aspect of, of our lives. There is no understanding. There is no uh, awareness with regards to that facet of our lives. So when a man's candle is, which is his spirit, is not lighted, it would be very difficult for him to know about himself, about his identity, because he's living in darkness, he's living in ignorance. So David said, God, light my candle. In other words, light my spirit. Light my spirit. Lord, light my spirit. Light my spirit. He made a prayer that his light should come, that his light should come, that his candle should be lighted. Hallelujah. So this is the state and the condition of any man who is not born again. In our lives, there are some facets in our lives where we are not able our lives and there are some there are some portions in our lives and there are some facets in our lives where we don't have any knowledge of where we don't have any any we have not received light in that aspect lord light my candle now what is this light john chapter 1 verse 4 john chapter 1 verse 4 he says that in him was life and that life was the light of men the light of god is jesus the Old Testament, they were praying. They were praying to God. They were, they were hoping that, they, that this light would come. Would come very soon. But then it came in the New Testament. The light appeared. The Bible said that for the grace of God, which which bringed for salvation, appeared to all men. Titus 2.11. But then when the grace of God appeared, it appeared as light. Because in him was life. But the expression of that light in him was life and the expression of that life was the light of men they saw light they saw light they saw light your light comes the moment you receive Christ your light comes the moment you are accepted in the beloved your light comes your candle is lighted the moment you believe and you confess the Lordship of Jesus at that moment your candle receives light now there's no place for darkness to, to prevail over your life there's no place Isaiah 60 verse 1 Isaiah 60 verse 1 Isaiah chapter 60 verse 1 he says arise many people many people or many believers when they are seeing this verse They, 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 they say it as arise and shine. It's not arise and shine. And the actual translation is arise, shine. For your 
light has come and the glory of God is risen. When you are reading it, and we read it like arise and shine. No, arise, shine, for your light has come. Because as you are arising, you are shining. As you are arising, that is, and that is the motive, and, and, and that is the idea. As you are arising, you are shining. And as you are shining, the glory of, of God, the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Your light has come. I want you to know that your light has come. It doesn't matter where you find yourself today. It doesn't matter the predicament that you are going through. Show you by reason of the word of God that your light has come. But then you must arise and shine. It is not enough for your light for you to know that your light has come. It is not enough. You must arise and shine so that God's glory would be seen. Jesus said in the book of Matthew chapter 5, verse 16, he says that let your light so shine, let your light so shine that they may see your good works and glorify your Father. So at the end of the day, God must receive his glory. The glory of the Lord should be risen upon you. At the end of the day, we must see glory. We must see the glory of the Lord in your life. At the end of the day, we must see the glory of God in your life. As you arise and you shine, even as your light has come, the glory, the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Hallelujah. And let's go to the, and the verse 3. Isaiah 60 verse 3. Isaiah 60 verse 3. And that same chapter, Isaiah 60 verse 3, it says, Gentiles and Gentiles shall come to your light. So when your light comes, when your light comes, the first sign is that Gentiles will come to you. People will start to help. People will start to um, be of a blessing to you because your light has come. They will come to your light. They will come to your light. Now, it's and you'll be there and people will start helping you from no people you don't even know they start helping you because your light has come they will come you see they are not coming to you they are coming to your light so until your light comes it it, it, it becomes very difficult for you to receive help many people are going through hard times because their light has not come especially the, the unbelievers the unbelievers because um, their candle is not lighted by God. They are walking in hardship and ordeals. They are walking in predicament and you can name it all. They are just suffering because their light has not come. Their help has not come yet. It's important. They are coming, genders are coming to your light. But then, and kings, kings will never come to your light. Kings are not moved by your light. No, kings, no, no, no. They will never come to your light. Kings will, kings will always come to the brightness of your rising. So when your light comes, what do you do with the light? When your light comes, what do you do with that light? Do you arise and shine? 
be relaxed because hey my light has come and you're next and you're just happy about it that your light has come no you should not just be happy that your light has come you should aspire you should arise and shine because for you to for you to attract kings and this kings here in this verse the typology of influential people men of high standards men who are able to change the destiny of nation they will not come to your light they will always come to the brightness of your rising it is when you begin to give attention to that light that light which is a seed in your in your spirit which is a seed in your spirit when you when, when you are able to give attention to it and, you, and it starts to grow and, and it starts to shine it starts to shine shine tension of kings so when your light comes don't just be reluctant about it as for um, gentiles they will come to your light because your light has come but if you want to attract kings you must aspire you must discipline yourself to give attention to that light by the study of the word so that, that light will grow more and more Hallelujah. Brightness of your rising. Hallelujah. Now, let's go to Matthew chapter 5, verse 15. Matthew chapter 5, verse 15. Matthew chapter 5, verse 15. Now, we know that man, the spirit of man, is the candle of the Lord. And that there is not enough to just remain as a can as the candle of the Lord. You must receive light. And when a believer, when a man believes and confesses the Lordship of Jesus, he receives the, this light. Hallelujah. He receives this light. And when he receives this light, Jesus is making a profound statement here. He says, Neither neither should neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel. But on a it gives light unto all which are in the house. So Jesus is saying that I know that and you are a candle. You are the candle of the Lord. I know that you have received light. But then it is not enough to just receive this light. Don't put a table. Don't put it under a, a bushel. Place it on a candlestick so that it will it give light onto that that are in there. Okay. So what is this candlestick? Let's go to Revelation chapter 1, verse 20. So we know that the spirit of man is a candle of, of the Lord. But then, what is this candlestick that Jesus is admonishing us to put this candle on? What is this candlestick? In Revelation chapter 1, verse 20. 
And the Bible says that the mystery of the seven stars, which thou sowed in my right hand, and the seven golden candlesticks. Now he's about to give the meaning of these seven stars and the, and the seven golden candlesticks. He says, and, and the seven stars, which are the angels of the seven churches. The seven stars are the angels of the seven churches. Now the angels of the seven churches are men of God. They are pastors. They are the custodian of the church. Hallelujah. The seven stars, which was in the in his right hand, was actually in pastors. And the seven and the seven candlesticks. Which thou sowed are the seven churches. They are the seven churches. So the candlestick that Jesus made mention in the book of Matthew chapter 5, verse 15, was actually in the seven churches. Out of seven churches, you can make two of them hundred. There are other five, seventy to ninety. So, and the candlesticks that Jesus made mention that Jesus made mention of Matthew chapter 5 verse 15 that candlestick speaks of the seven churches hallelujah I hope everyone can hear me I hope everyone can hear me. All right. Okay. So, and the candlesticks that Jesus made mention in the book of Matthew, chapter 5, verse 15, that neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick. So, that candlestick in the book of Revelation, chapter 1, verse 20, it is the church. So, the candlestick is the church. So, when Jesus said that, don't light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, he was saying that connect yourself to the body of Christ. Don't see yourself or don't um, uh, don't and dissociate yourself from the church. Don't, you see, tend to and dissociate themselves from the church. What comes into mind is, oh, me, I'm anointed. I'm now anointed. I can do whatever I like now. I can I, I can just do whatever I like because I'm, I am anointed. They try to sideline the church. They try to and, and dissociate themselves from the church. But Jesus is saying that no, if you if you if you receive light, if your candle, which is your spirit, is lighted, he says, put it on the candlestick so that it's so that. It gives light unto all that are in the house. So he was speaking of the house of God. Now this light that you have received should benefit the entire house. The giftings that you have received should benefit the entire house. The grace that is upon your life should benefit the entire house of God. Because the body of Christ is a system. And we are connected to one another. You are important. You are equally important. And just as I'm, I'm, I'm also 
equally important. We are all important. Without you, without you, I am nothing. Without me, you are nothing. We are we, we all support one another. Hallelujah. And so when your light comes, connect yourself, associate yourself to the church. Don't try to sideline the church. The church must benefit from you. The church must benefit from you. So he says, don't he says neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel. You see, many people when when they when they are reading this verse of scripture, they, they were just thinking that Jesus was just speaking of a candle. No, he was speaking of their spirit. Because your spirit is a candle of the Lord. So Jesus was not just talking about a, a mere candle. No, he was speaking of the spirit of a man. Have you charged it? That when this spirit of man receives the light of God, it's well charged. It should be, it should be, he or she should be connected to the church. He or she should be connected to the church so that the church can now benefit. Okay, can now benefit, can now benefit from him or, or her. Hallelujah. Now let's go to the book of um, Genesis chapter 1. the verse 2 as well. So, the Bible says that in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and the darkness was upon the face of the deep. The verse 3 even says that, and the Spirit of God was moving upon the surface of the waters, and God said, let there be light, and there was light. Great. So, he says, and God said, let there be light, and there was light. So, in the beginning, everything was chaotic. Everything was everything was in chaos. The earth was without form. The earth was void. The earth was empty. But then the spirit of God was moving upon the face of the continents. Then God said, "Let there be light." God said, "Let there be light," and there was light. But then this light. Did not actually solve the chaotic situation or the chaotic nature of the earth. You see, and let me give you an example. When you enter chaotic, or which is a messy, when you enter into a messy room, and you, which is whereby the room is in darkness, and you switch on the light. That light does not get rid, rid of this of that condition or of that state in your room. The light just makes manifest of the chaotic condition of that room. Okay. It, it just makes you appreciate the chaotic nature or condition of and in the light. The light does not actually get rid of that and chaotic condition of that room. It just makes you appreciate. It makes you become aware. Light did not actually 
solve the chaotic condition of the earth. The earth was still in chaos. It only enhances vision. Good. It enhances vision. It makes you more aware. It makes you it makes you appreciate what is going on. Hallelujah. Ephesians 5:13. Ephesians 5:13. But all things, he says, but all things that are reproved are made manifest by the light. For whatsoever that manifest is light, light makes manifest. It does not take away the chaotic nature of that thing. So when the earth The light did not actually the chaotic nature of the earth. The light made manifested the chaotic nature of the earth. The light only exposed. Hallelujah. I hope you get me. The light makes manifest because light is that which manifests. Light enhances vision. It makes you appreciate what is going on. So when, and so when did not actually solve the issue. It just made manifested the chaotic nature of the earth. And in the in the in the in Genesis in the book of Genesis chapter one, the whole of chapter one, God was creating so many things. And I have already said that creation is a matter of the spirit. Creation is a matter of the spirit. And so whatever that God created, he was just speaking. He was speaking them into existence. But then, in the verse, in the um, chapter 2 of um, Genesis, we see God working. We see God uh, making the earth and the heavens. We see God forming the body of man. We see God making and um, using or um, taking um, the rape of man and making Eve. God was in the in chapter one of Genesis. God was a speaker. God was speaking things into existence by reason of the word, which is light. But then in the chapter two, God was God was not a speaker. God was a worker. In the chapter two of Genesis, God was a worker. He was working. So what am I seeing? I am saying that it is not enough to receive light. It is not enough that your light has come. No. It is not enough that your light has come. What do you do when your light comes? What do you do? And when your light comes, what do you do with it? What do you do with that light when it comes? Because that light is supposed to bring you a level of understanding that light is supposed to bring you bring you to the place of knowledge and awareness so that you can be able to take advantage of that awareness and walk in your and walk in your identity as a child and a, and a son of god 
So you must arise and you must shine. Your light has come. You must take advantage of that light that you have received. Your light has come. Everything will just you see, that is why every 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 Sunday we go to church, but then it seems nothing is happening. But it seems nothing is happening. It's because even though we have we have we have received light, we are not actually taking advantage of that light. You see, you enter into a room that is messy and you take on the light. And you are able to appreciate the condition of that room. You now take advantage advantage of the light to now tidy up your room. So the essence of the light is to help you to tidy up your room. Because the light has brought you to the awareness. The light has brought you to... You put everything in your room in order. You take advantage of that light. In the book of Hosea chapter 4, where it says, Hosea 4 says, he says, My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. He says, Because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject thee. But then what happens when you receive knowledge? When you receive the light of God, what do you do with it? What do you do with it? Because when you receive the light of God, it means that um, you have come to the place of understanding. Now you understand the word of God, but then you are not walking in that in reality. It is one thing to know the word of God, and it is another thing to walk in that word. It is one thing to be a hearer of the word, and it is another thing to be that you have received. Acts chapter 20, verse, verse 32. I'm, I'm ending soon. Acts 20, verse, verse 32. Acts 20, verse 32. Paul says that, and now, and brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of His grace to build you up and give you an inheritance among all those which are sanctified. The light of God is supposed to bring, bring you to the place where you, you can now assess your inheritance. Hallelujah. The light of God is it, not just, it's not about, it's not, you see, many people equate light to you. It's your blessings, but light is supposed to bring you to awareness. Light is supposed to bring you to understanding, the place of understanding. And so when you're able to now take, adv take advantage of your understanding in the word of God, and you are being built up in the spirit, and when you're being built up in the spirit, and you now come to the place where you can now assess your inheritance, can now assess your inheritance. Can now assess your inheritance. Very, very important. And Galatians chapter 4, verse 1 and to 2. Galatians 4, 1 to 2. He says, An heir, as long as he's a child, 
he is of no difference from a servant, though he be the Lord of all. But he is placed under tutors and governors until the time appointed of the Father. He is placed under tutors and governors until the time appointed of the Father. And so you are an heir. You own everything. But then there is no light. There is no place of understanding. There is no place of enlightenment. Oh, that the, that the eyes of your understanding would be flooded with light. Now would you be able to you can now live your life as an heir. You can only live your life as an heir. When you encounter the light of God, when you encounter the and the and the spirit of understanding, the spirit of awareness. When you come to that place of understanding, God now sees you as a matured believer. He can now hand over your inheritance to you. This is the call of God for, for us as believers. Believers, it is not enough to pray, Oh Lord, light my candle. Lord, and that was what David was praying about. Lord, light my candle and lighten my dark. When your candle is lighted, what do you do with that light? Do you go and sleep? Do you study the word? Do you pray? Do you fast to build the spirit? What do you do with that light that you have received? What do you do with it? It is what you do with that light that you have received that will, that will make you different from another believer. What makes you different from another believer? You see, many is we are in a generation and we are in a dispensation where many is just preaching. All, all they care about is just preaching, giving gifts. That is it. But their life is not actually corresponding to the knowledge that they have received. It's all about just speaking, speaking, speaking. No. You must be a doer of the word. You must be a doer of the word. And this is what is going to make you different from another believer. What makes a man different from another believer is when he is it's not because it's not when his light has come. No, it, it is what he uses his light for. The light that you have received every day. And the man of God is on this platform ministering to you every day, every evening. He keeps ministering to you. What are you doing with it? What are you doing with these revelations that you keep receiving? We keep penning down revelations and revelations in our notebooks. But it ends there. It just ends there. We don't just we don't see a reflection of what we have heard and of what we have received into our spirit. We don't see it in our lives. All we care is just penning down. Oh, today, oh, and today's service was powerful. Well, it, it ends there. Nothing more, nothing less. And our lives 
just remains ordinary. We just live an ordinary life. He says, and children of the Most High, but you die like mere men. I have said that ye are, ye are gods and children of the Most High, but you die like mere men. God is saying that you are, you are also a God, but because you lack knowledge and you lack understanding and you are not being able to take advantage of that truth, you die like mere men. Every Sunday we go to church, we go to church, we go to church, we dress well, we go to church, but then and we come back living the same lifestyle. Nothing has changed. We have not, we have received light all right, but we are not taking advantage of that light. This thing, it must be intentional. Nobody is going to do it for you. Nobody is going to do it for you. You must do it yourself. You must tell yourself that I'm, go I'm going to take advantage of what I keep hearing on this platform. I'm going to take advantage of what I keep hearing in my church. I'm going to be a doer of the word. Until that, nothing is going to happen. Nothing is going to change. Because an heir, as long as he's a child, as long as he's a child, he will live a life of a servant. And hey, as long as so it has, as long as you remain a child, as long as you don't take advantage of the light that you have received, you live a life of a servant. Meanwhile, you are an heir. Meanwhile, you are an heir. You own everything. But because you don't, and because you haven't taken advantage of the truth of God's word, you will live a life of a servant. And and do you know the life of a servant? A life of begging. A life of begging. Servant. They work. They beg. They work for their resources. You see, there are two. There are two main classes. There, there, there is the owner of the resource, and there is and there is the one who is actually and working for the resource. You are the owner of the resource, yet you are working for the resource. You are the owner of the blessings, yet for the blessings. He says, if ye be Christ, ye are the seed, then ye are Abraham's seed, and heirs according to the promise. You are the seed of Abraham. Of the light that you have received in your spirit, you are living a life of a servant. So what is the difference between us and, and, and those in the world? What is the difference between us as believers and those in the world if we are not taking advantage of the truth of the word of God in our spirit? If we are not taking advantage of it, then what is, what is, then what is actually the um, distinction and the um, uniqueness about us? What is, what is it? We have to grow. It is high time believers we we arise and we shine we have emjubilated about the fact that our light has come yes your light has come great good news but then what do you do with that light you must arise arise and you see arise and shining it's a matter of responsibility it's a matter of diligence arising and shining 
It's a matter of diligence. It is not easy to arise and shine because I'm going to sacrifice and make certain uh, sacrifices to be able to shine. So you decide that is why I wait. That is why I want that there's no way we are going to appear before God and see. Bible says that for one, Bible says that for the for there's a glory of the sun, there's a glory of the moon, there's a glory of the stars. That's that different from the star glory. The extent to which you are shining is what will differentiate you from another person. What makes you different and what makes the grace of God in your life different from the knowledge that you have not just received but you have taken advantage of. It, it is the place of epignosis. The place of epignosis. Epignosis is a Greek word which means it's whereby the knower has a relationship, has an intimate relationship with, with, with what he knows. He has not just gained a revelation knowledge of a whole word, but he has, he has to now develop an intimate relationship with what he knows. He doesn't he doesn't see what he knows as just um, behind the letters. He has encountered the person of, the, of, of that letter. He has a. your light has come but why is that nothing is, nothing is not like don't you're not you've not experienced any progress and and you've not experienced any improvement in your life it, it, it is not because your life has has come or has not come it is because you have not taken advantage of that light you need to be Look beyond. Men who have matured the life of God in them shall become great light to bring out men from the darkness and from the shadow of death. Very, very important. The reason why you must mature yourself so that you become a great light so that you can now bring men out of the darkness. And those who are from the shadow of death you cannot deliver those people but then you are just you are just there you are just a jubilator of the truth that your light has come you are not willing to take advantage of that light because it will make you uncomfortable your 
I pray that God help all of us. I pray that it is my prayer that God help God helps all of us. So that we, we, we as believers, we don't live an ordinary life. No. What are you going to say to God? What are you going to tell God? That upon all this revelation that you keep receiving, you have received. You are still living the same lifestyle. The year is about to end. The year is about to end. You've heard revelations upon revelations. You've, you've heard the word of God. The undeliberate word of God. You've heard it over and over again. Which of them have you taken advantage of? You must, you must tell yourself that enough is enough. You must tell yourself that things must change for the better. You must, you must tell yourself that I am going to set up, I am going to set up and develop an intimate relationship with God. Nobody is going to do it for me. No, this is not. This, this, this will not come by impartation. Believers, this, 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 and this position that we find ourselves in, we rely so much on impartations, anointing service, all of those things. No, it, it, it doesn't come easy like that. No, you must pay the price for it. You must pay for that price. You must pay for that price. All that you know is I receive, I receive. It is my portion. I receive. That is it. it no. Master yourself. I will sit up. I'm going to study God's word. I'm going to. I'm going to take advantage of that truth, of that light that I have I have received. My light has come all right. But but you see. When God said that there be light and there was light, he didn't end there. Even God himself, even God himself, in the book of, in the book of in, in Genesis, when he said that, let there be light and there was light, he didn't even end there. In the, in the chapter 2, we, we saw God as a worker. We saw God working. We saw God forming the body of man. We saw God doing so many things. So, it is, it, it is not enough for you to just say that my light has come and you go and sleep. My light has come. You see, what makes, the, what, makes the, what makes the devil so much afraid of you? It's not the light that you have received, though. No. It's when you now begin to take advantage of the, of the light. The Satan is afraid of the one who has, who has taken advantage of the light that he has received. Not the one who has received it. And not the one whose light has come. No, the one who has taken advantage of that light. I want you to, if today, if this evening, if my administration, you didn't get anything, I want you to just get this, this thing right. Take advantage of that light that you have received. The light that has come, that you have received. Take advantage of that light. If you do that, Nothing can stop you in this life. Nothing can stop you in this life. Nothing can stop you in this life. Bible, Bible says the light shined and darkness could not comprehend. Darkness could not comprehend. In, in, in other words, 
Jesus was a wonder. The darkness could not comprehend. What manner of man is this? No, what manner of man is this? Took advantage of the light. Jesus, he was not just the, he was not just the light of the world. He took advantage of that light. Tempt him. He took advantage of that light. He must take advantage of the light. Even though he was the he was a word and he was the light of the world. He had to refer himself. He had to refer to the, the word of God. He had to refer to, he had to, he had to, he had to refer to the scriptures. So I want you to be deliberate. With regards to your Christian lifestyle. I want you to be deliberate. I want you to be intentional about it. Be intentional that I am going to do it. I'm going to study. I'm going to and I am not studying for someone. Yes, I'm studying for myself first. So that when I am well equipped, I will be able to now there are so much in a hurry to help people. Many a, a Christian, we are so much in a hurry to help people. But then how can you help someone when you have not actually received help? You have not received help of the laptop you have received. How can you help someone? You have to take advantage of that light. To take advantage of that light. You must be the prophet and the pastor of your own life. You must come to the place where you cannot begin to know Yes, there are dimensions and there are situations in life which would need the stamp of your pastor. But there are certain things in your life you don't need a pastor. By reason of the word of God, you can you, you can exercise authority. By reason of the word of God, exercise authority. It is not every situation in your life that you must call Pastor. Pastor, help me. Pastor, I'm dying. Pastor, I'm dying. Until when? Until when are you going to take advantage of that light that you have received? Until when? Until when? Until when? Until when? Until when? Until when? You think that the person that you are calling, if he, if he or she did not actually take advantage of that, light that he had received you'll be able to call him you see at the end of the day we must come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the son of god unto a perfect man okay which is christ coming to the fullness and of the stature of christ we must look like christ we must be just like christ we must come to maturity, and that is what God expects from us. I want you to thank God for His word that has come. Thank God for the word of God that has come. Thank God, thank God, thank God for the word that has come. But I thank you for the word that has come. We are grateful. We are grateful. We are grateful for the word. We are grateful for the word. We are grateful for the word.
Thank you, That God would cause us, would cause a light within us to shine brighter as a beacon of hope to the world. In the name of the Lord Jesus, begin to pray. And God will help you. Heavenly Father, we pray in the name of the official that even as you do Lord, 
We are praying once again and we are telling God that by reason of our light, let men be drawn to, and to God. Let men be drawn to God. May men be drawn more to God like never before in our lives. Begin to pray. Begin to pray.
is our last player. I don't have much time. This is our last player. This is our last player. And we have two Emerson God that may God help us to take advantage of the truth that we have received. Of the life that has come. May God help us to take advantage of that light. So that we will be a blessing to the whole world. Mm. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, to take advantage of the light of God that we have received, so that we to take the whole world. Make up the whole world, so that the whole world will be a blessing to the entire world. Let the people of the world be blessed. 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 Let the people of the world be I would like to pray for in Jesus' mighty name. Yes, so I would like to pray for one person here. The Holy Spirit is leading me to pray for one person here. And I began with my administration. Hallelujah. Eugene, can I talk to you? Eugene. Eugene. Yes. So are you doing? Um, I'm seeing an issue. I'm seeing an issue with your leg. I'm seeing an, an issue with your leg. And the Holy Ghost is prompting me to pray for you concerning your leg. And yes, and 
I don't know whether you started feeling any pains there. I don't know whether you started feeling any pains around your leg. Okay, I'm still praying for you because I was led to pray for you. So I find I pray. I pray for you, Jane. I pray that any issue around his leg is rectified by the power of the Holy Ghost in the name of the Lord Jesus. I cancel any form of accident, any form of any manipulation concerning his leg. I declare that it will not prevail in the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I declare that it is done in Jesus' mighty name. There is no place for leg issues in his life because that's only filled with divine health. I pray that your legs are strengthened in the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I'm seeing an, I'm seeing an angel fixing your leg right now. Even as I'm praying, I'm seeing an angel fixing your leg right now. It is done. 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 I declare. It is done. It is done. It is done. And I pray. Because I am seeing your hearts. I am praying for your heart as well. That the grace of, of God that is upon my head, that is up, up, upon my life, be intensified in your life as well. Be intensified in your life as well. Find in your life as well. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name your portion in the name of the Lord Jesus. I declare that it is done. It is done. It is done. And understanding of scriptures is made easy for you. Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I declare it's done. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Apostle Samuel. You can take it from here now. What do we say to our minister for tonight? God bless you, minister. Blessed for such an awesome time, such an awesome teachings. I've been blessed. I've been blessed personally. So let us open our mouth and say something to the Lord for our minister. That even as 
he has ministered God's word to us. May God, may God fill him up once more time. That any virtue that has been dispensed as a result of tonight's ministration, may God fill him up. May God grant him more grace, more understanding, more illumination, even into the word of God, that he'll be able to expand more and more in deeper revelation. So open your mouth and pray. Open your mouth and pray that the Lord will replenish every lost virtue, every lost strength. May God refill, may God refill, may God provide in the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, we pray for the minister tonight that, oh God, every virtue dispensed as a result of tonight's ministration. We pray that may you refill him, may you replenish in the name of Jesus. And we pray that may you continue to grant him. Lord, we ask that you refill. Jesus, let me ask that you refill him with every lost virtues, every lost virtues, and you return his name in power and the revelation of our Lord Jesus Christ. In the revelation of our Lord Jesus Christ, may his cup never run dry. May you continue to lift him up more and more, higher and higher. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. More light, light, O God, for the man of God. Grace, O God, for the man of God. Minister Blessed, strength, O God. May you preserve him. Heavenly Father, we also commit all that concerns him, O God, into your hands. That just as you wear a hedge around Job and all that concerns him, may you also be a hedge around the minister in the name of Jesus. We thank you for answered prayer. We thank you that it is done. Lifting alignment power. We thank you, dear Lord. Branda We thank you. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. God bless you for staying till thus far. God bless you for still staying. That you didn't join and you didn't vanish. But you stayed until the end. So if tonight you did not hear anything, just this one thing, go with it. That is, take advantage of the light that you have received. We have received light this evening, so it is important that we take advantage of the light. We take advantage of the light. Make up your mind that you are going to grow. Make up your mind that you are going to mature. So, I will say this in reference to the podcast by god's grace this ministry has made available by god's grace we don't just minister once then it is lost we have the opportunity we publish it and since we publish it and you have heard tonight's word that take advantage of the light that we have received please let us go download the podcast and let's listen let's listen let's listen so god willing tomorrow we shall meet our usual time 10 30 or 10 pm and then we'll be continuing on our series on intimacy we'll be continuing on intimacy and we'll continue with what we have been what apostle has been teaching us the protocols of intimacy the protocols of intimacy we learned that there are three protocols and we have taken the first one the protocol of agreement then the second one, the, the protocol of focusing on your partner. Focusing on your partner. So we shall continue. And please, if you know that since we published the first one, we have not listened to the part one. 
If you have not even listened to the part two, part three, part four, please let us do well to go back and listen to the published podcast. Let us listen as well. And then let us, those of us to who ministered during the school of ministry, let us do well and also go back and listen to our ministrations and take notes and learn from it and learn from it and also apostle also encourages us to go back to our episode 36 episode 36 and then the topic is on the relevance of length the relevance of length that is intentionality the best word in teaching of length so let us go back we can go back and listen to it and be blessed and be blessed as well and also, God willing, tomorrow, our opening prayer will be taken by Minister Stephanie. So please, Minister Stephanie, God willing, tomorrow, you will be taking the opening prayer for us. So please prepare accordingly. Please prepare accordingly. And then, the announcements will also be taken by Minister Emmanuel Florisha. Emmanuel Florisha will take our announcements for us. Let us take note of these announcements God bless you God bless you God bless you so God bless each and every one of us for joining once again and those of us who are joining for the first time we are Jesus campaigners sorry Burning One's Revival Network. Sorry. We are Burning One Revival Network. And one thing we know is we believe everything about the Bible. We believe everything about the Bible. We are a word-based Bible teaching, Bible believing, a Bible practicing group. We practice the word. We teach the word. We learn the word. And we believe the word. And we also believe in a lot of prayers and fasting as well. So if you find yourself with this family, you are blessed and you are blessed indeed. So if, per chance, you got yourself here, you were just scrolling and you saw the link on somebody's status, or you are listening to even you are listening to this pre-recorded session, and you know that you are far away from the Lord, and if Jesus was to appear right now, you will not, you know within your heart that you will not be found with Him. You know that you do not have a relationship with God. We want to give you the opportunity, the opportunity to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior. The Bible says that with the heart man believes and with the mouth confession is made. The confession is made. So I want you to take this prayer after me that dear Lord Jesus, I thank you for today. And I declare, I thank you for bringing me into your presence. I confess that I am a sinner in need of your salvation. And I believe and confess that Jesus Christ came to die for me. And he rose again on the third day for me. And I believe that Jesus is the Son of God. 
Lord, I pray that you wash and cleanse me. Forgive me of all my sins and make me new. I accept you as my Savior and Lord. Come into my life. Reign in my heart now and forevermore. In Jesus' mighty name. So, beloved, even if you pray this, if you pray this prayer with us, we believe that you have been accepted into the family of God. If you do not have any Bible-believing church that you attend, please find one near you and then go and fellowship as well. And we also want to take this opportunity to welcome our old people, but it's been a while since they joined us and they got the, and they have joined us this evening. Minister Cassandra, we see you. Global Icon, we see you as well. <laughs> and then Sandra, Sandra to receive as well. So we acknowledge and we welcome all of you as well. And we hope that this time you won't vanish on us. <laughs> you won't vanish on us. So God bless each and everyone for joining as well. And one final important announcement, please. Whenever we post information on our WhatsApp platform, please let's respond. Let us respond. Let us react. But it is good that when your leader posts any information, our apostle posts any information on the platform, we respond accordingly so that we know that he has indeed we have read the message and we have acknowledged receipts. And also we are reminded on our we are reminded of our outreach program, our outreach, which is scheduled for December. Compassion in action. That's the theme for the outreach, compassion in action. So even as you listen to this announcement, prepare. You can get monies, books, clothes, anything you can get. So that you can donate food items, clothing, exercise books, bags, shoes, phones, laptop, anything that you think you can have that you can bless someone with. You can bless an orphan, you can bless a child with. You can do that. And then the details for the payment if you want to pay in cash you can pick the numbers on the screen via momo or paypal as well and if there are, if you want to ask any further question you can take any of the contacts on the screen as well so that is that so god bless each and every one of us once again for staying to task far even for listening to announcements yes i know that some of us the moment we are the minister finished ministry, boom, we ran away. But God bless us for staying even and then listen to the announcements as well. So just as our apostle will always say, don't forget to talk to somebody about Jesus for God is counting on you. Stay in grace. Stay in fellowship. And me too. I also love you all. I also love you all. So may the Lord keep us May the Lord continue to sustain us. And even as he has given us his word, that we should take advantage of the light. May we go and be doers of the word. May we be doers of the word. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Shalom. Bye, 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 bye. God bless our ministers once more.
Jesus' name. Amen.
anybody need a miracle tonight? If you need a miracle, just raise your hand. Faith is high. Faith is high.
This is how I find my battles. What we're doing tonight. This is how I find my battles. Just when you think you're lost. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. Hey. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. This is how I find my
Yeah. Mm-hmm.